following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Smartdown Boulevard. Welcome to Smartdown Boulevard. We are a pair of smarts that love to talk wrestling, but let's face it. It's not what he used to be. My name is Jose Solerzano, and he is Jermaine Meredith. And here we are on a special two-for-one week on the boulevard because it was SummerSlam this past week. It was a packed wrestling weekend, Jermaine. Like you just said, I parked my ass on the couch <laughs> and watched wrestling all weekend. How you doing, man, and what's up? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing the podcast from home, so yeah. you might hear some screaming kids. So ah, don't mind them. I understand. I understand. It just adds to the uh, the screams and the ovations of the weekend, actually, because there, there were a lot of them yep. this past yep. weekend uh, during AEW Rampage, which we're going to get to first here, and then SummerSlam, of course. Let's not waste any time. This is a one-take thing. These two-for-ones are special. So let's just get right down to it, Jermaine. Let's start with Friday. Because I think Friday, we haven't had a night like this in wrestling in a long time. And I'm talking about the return of CM Punk. And Jermaine, I watched this live. I made it an effort to watch this live. And I was still skeptical. You know, I was skeptical because I had to see it to believe it. And they wasted no time in doing this. Right when the show kicked off, Jermaine, this is what you heard. What an incredible pop, Jermaine. Incredible pop. The anticipation, it delivered right away. What, is, what were your thoughts when you were watching this? Man, I got goosebumps. Yeah. Just goosebumps all over. Long awaited return of CM Punk to wrestling. <sighs> Seven years. Man, people in the audience were crying their eyes out. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame them uh, because yeah. they, they witnessed uh, a historical moment. That's that's a once in a lifetime type of thing, man. Yeah. And oh man. <laughs> Too bad we don't we don't live in Chicago, man, because we would have been there. <laughs> we definitely would have sure. been there. We would have been there, nosebleeds and all. Believe me, I would have gotten yeah. any ticket. I don't care what ticket. And you you know it's hard to believe some people paid three dollars to sit in the nosebleeds. And now that in itself, I mean, we would have made the money back on, you know, selling any merchandise or the ice cream the bars. ice cream <laughs> on eBay. We would have made our money. Yeah, our money in that some that's that's wild. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely get to that. But um what a moment for wrestling, Jermaine. What a moment. Um this invigorated not only AEW for me and the prospect of what's to come in AEW, but this invigorated wrestling for me. Because this is this is this is what wrestling's about these are the moments that we crave um this is real this is as real as wrestling you cannot say wrestling's fake at all to begin with but no one can tell you that this was fake or anything this is just pure joy pure adulation for a man that everybody has missed for seven years 
and this is what it's come down to. He made his return to his home city, to wrestling, and he feels like he's back. Not only, uh, like, re- like he's back in wrestling. Like, and he said that during his promo, which is crazy to me. Um, I have yeah. no, nothing negative to say. I mean, I'm like, oh, they should have done it this way, should have done that way. I don't think they should. This is the perfect way of doing it. The thing yeah. that I do want to discuss, though, and, and believe me, I mean, everyone's probably discussed this to high heavens about, oh, his return, it was crazy, like the ovation, this and that. I do want to say there's one thing that he said that is like he's kind of bordering there on offensive, and that's when he says he kind of dismisses his tenure in the WWE. And I get it because he didn't like things there at the end. It was very sour at the end. They did some things to him on his wedding day. I get it. But in a way, if he's going to say something like that, he better clarify it, I think, because it might be taken the wrong way like it is being taken. Um, cause it kind of, it kind of shits on Undertaker, Daniel Bryan, Bray Wyatt, all these guys that he had these yeah, great classic matches that he had. Man. Yeah. Um, but then again, if I'm going to defend him, I'm going to say, I'm going to pause this cause the Chicago crowd is going to be loud the whole time. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. They, this whole segment lasted 20 minutes and they were loud and with him for 20 minutes. Um, if I'm going to defend him, I'm going to say, you know what? AEW to him is wrestling, the art of wrestling, professional wrestling. WWE is sports entertainment. Um, and I think that's maybe what he was saying. If I'm being a smart mark, if I'm being a smart, that is what I'm thinking. Am I reaching here? No, you got to. You got a fair point, but to us mm-hmm. who are not real fans of AEW, yeah, we know we know AEW doesn't have real wrestling. Mm. That might be controversial to some people, or people might get mad at me for saying that. But let's face it, we've been seeing it for weeks. Yeah. But you know what? I think CM Punk can change how we view AEW. But I don't know, because he plans on having his first match with Darby Allin. I don't know if their styles will clash. I don't know how well that pairing will do, but I'm just excited to see CM Punk back in a wrestling ring doing what he knows best, right? Yeah, and what he All loves. the best in the world for a reason. Yeah, and, and back at doing what he loves, wrestling, right? Uh, with Darby exactly. Allin... Um, yeah, Darby Allen is known for his, uh, hardcore high stakes, uh, kind of like a Jeff Hardy, Jeff, Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy, uh, kind of like a Jeff Hardy on, um, not steroids, but like, <laughs> I don't know, a Jeff Hardy with no restrictions, you know, as much as crazy yeah. as Jeff Hardy was back in his day, it was still controlled, right? It was, it was WWE controlled in AEW. It seems like he has carte blanche to do whatever crazy thing he, he wants to do. And, yeah, whatever comes to mind. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, I want to do that. Yeah, just do it, see what happens. If I get injured, I get injured. You know, he takes <laughs> crazy amount of risks. But um, I just, it would be crazy to me, and it'd be a surprise if they just had a wrestling match. I think that would also add credibility to Darby Allen if they just had a wrestling match. That's it. Yeah. I mean, they have a, two weeks to build to it. I mean, the build has to start on Wednesday, of course. But I want to see Darby wrestle, and enough with the 
mud show outlaw crap and the re- and the hardcore stuff, the barricades, the tables. Like, let's just keep it in the ring. If you have to go outside for a little table spot, okay, fine, it's normal. WWE does it too. But let's try and wrestle. And I feel that if anybody can do that, Jermaine, it's CM Punk. I feel like yeah, he, he knows. Yeah, definitely. I have the faith in him to put on a great wrestling match mm-hmm. because he actually loves the art of wrestling. Yep. He mm-hmm. is a wrestler. Yes. And he knows how to put on a proper a proper wrestling match. Yeah. He's not going to no-sell. Mm-mm. He's not going to the, the rely on weapons and gimmicks mm-hmm. for his matches. No, he's going to actually put on a show and tell a story with his body. Yeah, as it should be. As it should be. Um, another thing, too. I mean, like you're saying, he's a, he's a wrestler. He's a, he's a total package because you knew he was going to say something. But there's something when they hand him a microphone, you know business is about to pick up. You're glued. Just like everybody in the United Center was on Friday, I was glued to the TV. Everything he said, I was in it. I didn't have to take notes. It just stuck with me. Yeah. Um, and I liked also, I'm going to give him his props. He addressed the whole idea. If if he offended anybody during his time away from wrestling as to what he said, what he did. Because he said countless times, I don't want to return ever to wrestling. I fall in, I've fallen out of love with wrestling. I will never yeah. be in a wrestling ring. I wanna, I'll do anything but um, go back to wrestling. Uh, I'll go do MMA and get beat twice. Um, I'll do comic books. I'll do whatever. Some wrestling fans could find that offensive. And I'm glad he took the time to address that and apologize and said, and, you know, at the end of it, say, you know what? That's the past. I had to do that because I could not stay in a place that got me sick. Um, and But mm. now I'm back. And what a pop. What a pop. What a wordsmith. What a guy. What a guy. One of the best on the microphone, honestly. Just for real. He means business. And you know, when, when a guy just gets the microphone and he's about to take a seat, he, the man sitting down, which is a throwback to that pipe bomb that we got years ago on Raw that yep. changed the landscape of wrestling during that time, Jermaine. Um, just the fact that he sat down and did that, already there he won. He's a winner yeah. right there just by doing that. And the rest was just, was just gold, really. Except for that thing that I talked to you about there about not acknowledging because here's my question to you would you have known of Punk if it wasn't for his WWE tenure like did you know of CM Punk during ROH I had no idea who Punk was thank you thank you yeah yeah I feel like he needs to clarify that I really do and and I think he might on Wednesday maybe Uh, he's not dumb I know he reads comments he likes to um you know he gives it right back to the fans who are stupid so I wouldn't be surprised if he clarifies it. Maybe not on Wednesday in terms of storyline, but maybe in an interview or a media scrum, perhaps. Perhaps. You can only wait and see what he says, right? Yeah. And He's going to be on Dynamite this Wednesday. He is. So he is. hopefully he clarifies everything. Yeah. Um, this will go down in, in the history books. It already is a historical moment. Um, you will yeah. always remember. Big time. You will always remember the day, and you will always remember what you were doing during this time. Believe me. Because it was so historical, it's up there in those wrestling moments that people look back on, right? And yeah, for sure. One of the biggest pops in history. I mean, when they make a list of the greatest pops in professional wrestling history, this has to be at least top three. Now, I don't know. I mean, everyone talks about the Road Warrior pop when they appeared. That's what this is being linked to. I haven't compared it. A lot of people, which we will get to, are saying that the pops on SummerSlam were better than the CM Punk slam, uh, pop. And, and I will defend that. I will defend that. People were saying that uh, the two returns at, at SummerSlam were better than the CM Punk one. 
were louder. Yeah, now, right. and I'll agree with them. You know why? Because there were 50 plus thousand people in that crowd at SummerSlam. Of course, it's going to sound loud to you, perhaps, but there wasn't that passion. There wasn't that um, the heart and soul of it. You know, it's just it's a different feel, Jermaine. Like, there's one thing to pop, but then there's another thing to like feel it. Like, it's it's an emotional pop. Like, yeah. oh my god, where have you been my whole life? Yes, exactly. Versus, oh wow, they're doing this now. Oh whoa, what a swerve. Oh crap, the show's not done. He returned. Like it was kind of yeah. like the SummerSlam pops were shocking and WTFs, while the CM Punk one was just raw and emotional and as real as wrestling gets. And anybody who knows wrestling or has ever heard of CM Punk will understand, even Michelle, she understands the importance (laughs) (laughs) and the value of CM Punk returning to wrestling and what it means to the wrestling fan and to people who know wrestling fans, Jermaine. It's just, and to me, this was the high point of the weekend in professional wrestling. And honestly, it eclipsed everything on Saturday. There weren't that many bright points on Saturday, which we're about to get into. Exactly. On Sunday, I watch NXT. I know you're not too familiar with NXT, but I told you there was one match on NXT, the Walter and the um, uh, Dragunov match was an amazing match. I think that match was the match of the weekend. But it still failed in comparison to what Friday was, which was CM Punk's return to professional wrestling. I mean, to this day, I still haven't been able to get onto the site to order my flag. I'm not kidding you. Like That's a problem, man. And I can't even find it. Like He broke. As soon as he debuted, people just knew to gravitate to shop AEW, AEW Shop Global, or Pro Wrestling Tees. And now it's a record. The fastest selling t-shirt of all time. Of course it is. It's a throwback to the famous one in WWE. And then, you know, this is the one that everyone wants right now. And the flags are sold out on the, in the global shop too, by the way, which is just pissing me off. But I'll get it somehow. I'll get it somehow. <laughs> but this was game changing. And for anyone who said that CM Punk could never turn the tide, CM Punk didn't mean anything to the professional wrestling world. Triple H, I, I'm talking to you. You're wrong, pal. You're wrong. Like, this proves it. And you know what? Fine. If you want to say, okay, let's see what he does now. Yeah, let's see what he does now. Let's see how AEW treats him. Let's see what he does in the professional wrestling world. But the point is that we're all going to tune in Wednesday to see what he's up to. And on Friday. And Wednesday again. And Friday again. And we're going to watch All In. It's it's a given. It's a must. So there you go. And we're going to get that first CM Punk AEW figure. Oh, (laughs) let's not. Look, I had two CM Punk figures in the WWE, and I never really liked them. It just never meant that much to me. I sold one. I gave one away. This CM Punk figure that Jazzwares and AEW will release in the future, which I hear they're fast-tracking, which obviously is a great business move, I will pre-order that right away because yes. you know it's going to fly off the shelves, and it's going to be so hard to find, especially us here in Canada because we get shafted all the time. So... That figure is going to mean so much. Hopefully, it's not a special edition like one of 100 because then forget it. Oh. But, <laughs> but everything, like, look at the impact he had, Jermaine. People are selling wrappers of the freaking ice cream bar that were given out on Friday for between anywhere between $33 and $1,000. 
uh, guaranteed to ship to you in a frozen container. So it arrives with you frozen and you can still eat that vanilla treat. So, and the t-shirt, the I was there t-shirt sells for thousands of dollars on eBay now. And some people oh have bought them. Goodness. Yeah. Can you, can you believe that? Wow. That's crazy. That's game changing. That's games. Now that's a different conversation too, about like people taking advantage and whatever, but, yeah. but the fact that he creates a market and the wrestling world goes up. It's only great for wrestling, and it's great for him. It's great for AEW. And again, I'm rooting for AEW. I, you know, you know me, love hate relationship, but I'm not afraid to say that when AEW does something right, they do something right. And this was done perfectly. Yeah, it was done perfectly. No they, one can tell you either way. No one can. They brought them out. They brought them out right at the start of the show. Yeah. Because if they didn't, oh my god. Oh no. Even Chinese CM Punk throughout everything it's good and you know what it's a great great that they did that because yeah they'd be chanting cm punk all night long till the end until he came out it would be a disservice to um the performers in the ring if you want to call them that but uh (laughs) (laughs) it'd be a disservice to them honestly because they are still putting their bodies on the line which you know there were some near death situations in the ring after this but whatever that's AEW for you but yeah i mean it was done perfectly Right away, the hype was there. He sold out, like they sold out that United Center on the hype. There's no guaranteed, it was all rumors. And you know, he, they yeah. like to like screw with fans, they like to screw with people. I honestly thought that MJF was going to come out or somebody was going to come out and play with the crowd. Oh, could you imagine? Oh my god, like it, there would have been riots in Chicago still. I'm telling you, yeah, <laughs> like, there would have been riots. Somebody would have jumped the barricade and punched the MJF in the face or something, absolutely, absolutely. So I would if I was there. Yeah, <laughs> I paid my three dollars. Damn it! Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I thought it was perfectly done. And kudos to AEW. Um, I'm looking forward to CM Punk and AEW. CM Punk is officially hashtag all elite. Yeah, the crazy. Is definitely bright for AEW, and mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan's on the horizon too. So that's the thing, Jermaine. It's like, only gonna get better. It's only gonna get better. Like. Daniel Bryan, Bray Wyatt, Buddy Murphy. Does this open the doors for AJ Lee to come back? Potentially uh, Adam Cole. Adam Cole. He wrestled his last match on Sunday. Yeah. 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 So it's a great time to be a wrestling fan, no matter whose side you're on. But it's a great time to just see what AEW is up to. And it's a great time for them to elevate themselves and to be taken seriously. WWE better wake up. Yes, and the reason why we can say that, Jermaine, is because this Saturday, this past Saturday, was SummerSlam, the hottest event of the summer. I know you hate this song, so I gotta play it. (laughs) Uh. Uh. Come on, bop your head, man. Come on. All right, that's enough of that. Okay, so SummerSlam this Saturday. This past, crap, yes. yeah. <laughs> this past Saturday, SummerSlam took place, and we took bets as well, Jermaine, which we'll get to. Don't jump the gun here, because I know what you're going to say. But That I won? Okay. <laughs> there was one pre-show match, and we took parlor bets on who out of the 10 were going to be on the pre-show. I can't believe that all these 10 matches were actually on the main card ridiculous but then the way they booked it it, it made sense it, it like something had to give obviously pre-show yeah. match was baron corbin versus biggie langston i could give a damn honestly what? 
Like, that was a pre-show match. Biggie won. He took back his money in the bank briefcase. Good for him as he gyrated his way out of the arena. Good for good for Biggie oh. to be taken seriously. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's start things off. Usually, the first match of big events, especially for the big four pay-per-views, are the ones that are going to elevate the crowd, right? It's the match that might steal the show, or it's the match that's going to, like, pop the crowd to get the show going, right? It's going to set the tone for the night, right? So yep. we had... Randy Orton and Riddle, Team RK Bro, taking on Styles and Omos for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Um, listen, this is a short match. It was nothing special, honestly. I gotta say, Omos sucks. I mean, <laughs> he has like he's big. Yeah, he's a he's a, he's a colossus. He's he's a titan, whatever they want to call him, but. He's gonna have he he has that great collie what I call the great collie syndrome in the sense that yeah he yeah. looks big and wow what a presence but they can't wrestle like it's so limited what you can do with with a guy like that. Also, the movement in the ring is kind of lacking. Too. He's green with a big guy like that. Yeah, he's green as hell. Like like come on, uh, it's just it's just sloppy. It's just sloppy. It was predictable. I mean, we both. Um, it was a happy start. It wasn't the greatest match. I mean, it wasn't many high spots. AJ Styles, though, he should be in some sort of main event contention again. That guy is so talented. He should. Holy crap. Like he, I'm surprised that he's just been doing meaningless stuff for so long. Yes, man. The last big thing he's done was face The Undertaker. Yeah. That I can remember. Yeah, and that was, what, two two years ago, right? Yeah, two years ago now. So... um I honestly, I I know he signed a long term contract, which he says is his last one. I think it's a five year contract. Hopefully, before the end of that, he will have another main event picture run, either Universal or WWE Championship. Yeah, he deserves it. That man is a talent. For sure, everything he does is great. It looks great. It's smooth. He's he's a professional, high high professional. Um, and yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. I mean, I gave this match. Oh, Orton and Riddle, Team RK Bro, are the new tag team champions, which was a given. Um, and I gave that match a 2.5 out of 5. Nothing too special. I don't know what you want to add there. Yeah. I I think I missed that match, <laughs> to be oh. honest. <laughs> but, yeah. I didn't really care. I knew they were going to win because mm-hmm. once Randy embraced uh, Matt Riddle on Rock, I knew it's over. The fans yeah. loved it. So, what are they going to do? Not give them the belt? So I'm like, nah, they're going to win for sure. Yeah, they demanded it at that point, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But going based off of what you said, I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree with you, man. Yeah. Next up. And the night just kept on getting better, Jermaine. Alexa Bliss took on Eva Marie <laughs> with Dewdrop. Um, <laughs> Dewdrop. Look, man, there's one thing I'll say. I mean, these, these are two pretty ladies. Um, but unfortunately, only one of them can wrestle, and that was Alexa Bliss. And even nowadays, Alexa Bliss is limited wrestling. It's more about her character at this point. It's not about what and she can do in the ring and her superpowers and that stupidness, which only worked in the 80s, maybe in the 90s in wrestling, but nowadays it's just so far-fetched. It was not done well, and this is just not done well. Um, to me, Evolution is dead. I mean, she just shouldn't be wrestling. She's just not good. She's not good, and I told you. The success of Evolution was... No, I told you. Okay? No. I told you I, 
to get over her. No, I know. It's, it's, she sucks. I understand that. Garbage. What I'm trying to say is, look, she's a garbage wrestler. <laughs> she is. I get it. I saw it. It's clear. She didn't learn anything on the time option. You know, those vignettes were, were a joke, really. It's a great piece of, um, of fiction. But <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that her success in the evolution would have been if she didn't wrestle and she had her lackeys do it for her. The way they started off with promise the second she started wrestling and got into the ring is when it's just like well how's this person working with lackeys when they can't even wrestle themselves you know what i mean exactly so it it just doesn't work anymore the lily gimmick is just stupid and it's just it's just stupid man like stop it Bray Wyatt's gimmick it's like just get out of here man i just i don't know it's a waste of time i'm like i'm sitting there i'm like i should have gone to the bathroom or gotten a snack here if i'm gonna be here for four hours you know what i mean yeah um, now I'm about to do drop Lucian. It's not the evolution. It's a do drop Lucian. So, um, I'm all about do drop. I gave this match a 1.5 out of five. And the 0.5 is because, um, they're pretty ladies. The one is for the effort. Really? That's it. Or the other way around. Whatever. You didn't miss much. If you missed this one, you didn't miss much. If you watched it, I, I'm sorry you watched one. this. Huh? I give it a one. A one. Okay. Got I think it. it's too soon to break up Eva and do drop. Yeah, well, they pretty much did it right now. There's going to be problems tonight, I'll tell you that It's too soon. It's too soon, man. But, yeah, one. (laughs) One. One for the effort, I guess? One just because I'm being nice. And one because of Alexa Bliss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just wish you would go back. she can actually wrestle. Yeah, I wish you should just get out of this character and just go back to, like, I don't know. Because she's a multiple-time... Women's Champion, yes. Raw and SmackDown. Yes. What the hell? She can go. Yeah, she's small, but she makes up for it in wrestling, man. I'm telling you, she can go. I'd rather see her as champion right now. As uh, Raw or SmackDown? Well, she's on Raw. Raw. We'll get to that. Yes. Third That's why match. I didn't say anything else. <laughs> Third match on the docket. Damian Priest was looking to beat Sheamus for the... National, t- I mean, the U.S. title. <laughs> he's a national champion. He's a national champion. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. Uh, look. That's what happens when you get celebrities yeah. doing backstage interviews for whatever reason. No, but this is when you get celebrities who are not wrestling fans to do yeah. backstage uh, promos or backstage interviews. Ugh. Mario Lopez was fine. He was okay. Um, he's actually a fan he's a fan and he's a professional he does this for a living he's a host on extra or whatever one of those shows are yeah he'll do his research he he knows his stuff he was wearing a wrestling shirt for christ's sake he came looking the part okay yeah anyway international championship is on the line priest (laughs) (laughs) priest looks amazing i mean he is impressive it's no doubt but but and it's something I never noticed before. It's a big butt, yep. He, he's a tall guy. Impressive. But he does these lucha moves that are going to get him injured. Uh, he, look, he lands wrong. There's a hurricanrana that he did. He landed right on his head. Um, he's a big guy. He's 6'5". There's no need for that stuff. Um, and And honestly, like... And I guess this was Seamus' fault, too, because there was a spot where Seamus didn't catch him, and he, and he landed. Trying to sabotage him. Maybe, but I don't think That was Sheamus a shoot. That was a shoot, yeah. <laughs> it's a shoot, damn it. But um, it's just he shouldn't be doing 
these lucha moves and 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 oh the, when Sheamus didn't catch him was when he did the 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 flip to the outside. That's risky for a guy his size, and I think it should maybe just be saved for like a WrestleMania, not all the time. Yeah. Especially a guy his size. I mean, it's about longevity here, and I feel like he can be around for a long time, very successful because he can he can do promos, right? He can he can wrestle, he can go. He's an impressive looking uh, talent. So let's let's yeah. let's try to keep the lucha moves under wraps, and I'm pretty sure he might be told that, uh, especially after this performance. With that being said, though, this was to me at this point, it's not saying much, but it was a match of the night to me, Jermaine. It was hard hitting, um, and that's guaranteed with Sheamus. This guy hits hard and he's stiff, makes wrestling look real, very intense. Uh, nice fall finishes here, and there was a little bit of story here with them playing with the mask that Seamus is wearing to protect his nose and all that. There's a little bit of in-ring psychology and the storytelling being told in the match. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very underrated. Uh, to me, at least the second, if not third best match of the night, I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. I, qu- I quite enjoyed this match. And, and I think I told you that midway through the show, right? I think I texted you that. I think so. Mm. Were you able to catch this one? I know you had a busy uh, Saturday and you were, look, you were in and out, but um, I was wondering if you were able to catch this match. I think you did. Not maybe. this one. Not this I one? I wasn't oh, okay. able to catch this one. I think you started Probably in the, the next tail end. One. Okay. Oh, yeah, the tail end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think this is when I got home and flipped it on. Yeah, I think, honestly, for this, you should definitely check it out. Um, okay. I, I'd be more on your case to watch this um, if I thought it was a match of the night. But this was yeah. a fun match. It was a fun match. There was some story. There was a little bit of everything in there. Um, the only thing I didn't like was him doing those lucha moves. I, I think he should really stay away from that. Um, but at this point, Jermaine, I'm sitting there parking my ass on my couch, <laughs> looking at the time, and I'm like, okay. Um, we're, I don't know. We're about almost an hour into the show. And I'm not liking this. I'm like, yo, what does WWE have up their sleeve? I mean, obviously, you know they're going to respond to what happened on Friday and that CM Punk's debut again uh, in AEW and his return to wrestling. So I'm like, yeah. where is this? Is this the calm before the storm? Is this the best that they're going to offer with Damian Priest and Sheamus? Really? I'm like, oh, wait, <laughs> we still got four hours left of this thing. Okay, let's keep on going. So what, do, <laughs> what are they throw? And the set looks horrible, by the way. It looks... Yeah cheaper than the new generation oh, set back in the day i mean they put no effort into it unless it's wrestlemania they don't give a crap about the set anymore nope they don't which is ridiculous to me but whatever um okay next up you got the usos taking on ray mysterio and dominic mysterio for um the smackdown tag team championships listen this was the brutalization of the mysterios really um, <laughs> it's just I didn't like what they wore to the wing to the ring to the wing <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry ladies and gentlemen Whoa. Uh, you sound like one of those uh, comic con nerds and they're like what they went to the wing <laughs> to the wing yeah <laughs> um, okay so a mutual friend of ours also asked me why they were wearing that to the ring um, so Rey Mysterio is a ambassador, the face of a Mexican beer, and he was wearing uh, the colors. So it was really Rey Mysterio was decked out in promotional gear, pretty much. Like it was still his uh, signature look, 
but owning the colors of the beer and the brand. And they okay. did a little commercial of it. Well, not commercial, but there was a banner that appeared on the lower uh, the lower half of the screen that said, you know, Rey Mysterio is a sponsor or whatever of this beer, which is interesting. The WB agreed to that, but that's the reason mm-hmm. why he, he wore those colors. Um, okay. With that being said, though, I think, I think Rey Mysterio... For his age, and just, you know, I love Rey Mysterio. You can tell that by the watch-along we did on Friday. I was transfixed even by a match in 2002. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Rey Mysterio. I think he looks great. It, it, every time he gets in the ring, it's you pay attention. You don't know. He's just so fast, and he really adapts to whoever he's in the ring with. So I think he looks great. Dominic, a lot of work to do. Um, he did get a little pop with doing the Three Amigos. With nice homage to uh, good old Eddie Guerrero, which is always nice yep. to see. I think the Usos... Yeah, they've been around, but I think the Usos look ridiculous, man. They have this whole, like, street thug thing going on. And, I mean, Jimmy Uso has grills. I mean... I, I okay, don't... would you rather them how they are now or in the uh, Samoan tribal attire? I'd rather them go back to the Samoan tribal attire. Oh, wow. Because at least that's plays to what the whole tribal thing is going on. The whole, you know... Roman Reigns thing is going on with here. You know what I mean? Like, the reason yeah. why Roman Reigns is not wrestling with a t-shirt or a vest anymore is because he has that tribal tattoo. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's all about their family, their legacy, the head of the table. It would make sense to me for them to go back to that and own their culture and their dynasty instead of being these wannabe over-the-top street thugs who wear grills. I mean, I'm glad Jimmy's using grills and not alcohol at this point, but it just pisses me off that he's still around and didn't get reprimanded for it. I mean, they're the tag team champions, for God's sake, and they beat their Mysterios, and they retained here at SummerSlam. So, there you go. I have nothing else to say. I gave this match a 2.5 out of 5. That's, that's what I gave it. That's it. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. I we both predicted that the Usos were going to win. Yeah, so. at, at this point we're even. I mean, at this point we're four for four for the night, Jermaine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at this point, <laughs> at this point. Now, then after here we go backstage and Tiffany Haddish says, you know, national champion, blah blah blah. Yep. And then an hour and twenty minutes in, I finally laughed during this broadcast. Shinsuke Nakamura comes out with his guitar player and just dance and celebrate just for a break, I guess. They just come out and do this because it's fun, I guess. And Pat McAfee got me laughing. That guy's hilarious. Um, that's the only reason Yeah, why he's I actually laughed. funny. He's good. He's good. He's so into the role. And um, really, it made me laugh. And this is, at this point, that was the only time I'm like, okay, I'm having a great time. And then it went away. And then I'm just like, okay, here we go. Back, back to it again. And just when you thought it could get just a little bit better, Jermaine. It gets a little bit worse. Done it. Uh, the fifth match <laughs> of the night. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know where to go. It was supposed to be Belair, Bianca Belair, taking on Sasha Banks <sighs> for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I want to preface this by saying that for the last week, there were rumors, because we, we read the dirt sheets. Who doesn't nowadays, Jermaine? Yeah. There's been rumors that Sasha Banks and... Well, there's something wrong with Sasha Banks. And for all the live events leading up to SummerSlam, 
Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair were facing each other during these house shows. And they took that them. To me makes no sense. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know what it is? is? They're just prepping for the main event, I guess, because it's not televised. It's just yeah. practice, I guess. And um, they they canceled their matches at every house show leading up to SummerSlam. So if I'm a paying customer of WWE and I don't follow the dirt sheets, you know, I don't, I don't know this is happening. And I'm going strictly to SummerSlam to watch Sasha Banks fight. And you tell me right before the match that Sasha Banks is not able to appear. I'd lose my shit. <laughs> I would. And I'd lose my shit even more after the th- mockery, the, 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 the distasteful things that they did. And this to me was a honest cry out for attention for the, from the WWE away from AEW. It was one of two things, one of two tactics that they did throughout the night, Jermaine. So no banks. And she was still advertised, man. The pre-show, Sasha Banks tonight, Sasha Banks, da, da, da. Like, even That's Sasha Banks crazy. herself promoted the match on her Instagram page. It's like, how sleazy is that? You know, it's still kind of sleazy, even though Vince McMahon probably thinks he, he gave the, the, the crowd a bigger thing by what they did. Now, yeah. what, they, what they did was <laughs> Carmella is said to replace Banks. And my gosh, she got heat. I mean, nuclear heat from the fans, <laughs> which was crazy. Then uh, to me, I thought it should have been Selena Vega because, you know, I would have loved to see SummerSlam. It would have made more sense because Carmella already had her chance. I would have liked Selena Vega. And this also would put Selena Vega in the contention to face a champion in the future because she would have not gotten the chance to face Bianca. Because guess who returns, my friend? The man, Becky Lynch, returns after a long absence. And yes, it was a big pop, of course. Over a year. Over a year. It was a big pop. Of course it was. How can it not be a big pop at this point, Jermaine? It's been too long. Right. Yeah. She looks good. She looks like she didn't even had birth, you know, uh, or, or yeah, like give gave birth. You know, she looks great, great shape. She comes out looking good, and then beats the crap out of Carmella. Bye bye, Carmella. Then it's announced Becky versus Belair, and you and you could tell that Belair was a little bit, um, uh, you know, she didn't really want to go into it. You know, she was kind of skeptical about going into, it, but she's like, you know what, I'm a fighting champion. Let's go for it. Yeah. Jermaine, I blinked two times. <laughs> and Becky Lynch squashed Bianca Belair in oh, 27 like seconds. 27 seconds. Mm. Take that in. I, I don't even know what to say, man. She squashed Becky the way The Rock squashed Eric Rowan at WrestleMania that one year. Yeah. It was like one of those WCW Goldberg squash matches. It was like Sheamus <laughs> and Daniel Bryan for the World Heavyweight title. Yeah, at that's what it reminded me of. Now, two things. The reason why this didn't work. Yeah, we're happy for Becky. Good for you. You're back. Woo. You, Bianca, man. Like, you raise her dirty, to this dirty. high pedestal. Yes. Like, you raise her to be this champion. Like, she faces Bailey in Hell in a Cell. She defends her championships here and there. They put her on TV every week. She's the face of the women's division on SmackDown. And she loses in 26 seconds for Becky just to get a pop and a rise from the wrestling world after what happened on Friday. 
She got the Kofi treatment. She Remember got the Kofi treatment. Yeah, Bo- like, yeah, Brock Lesnar. What the hell? Now, personally, I wouldn't have felt as betrayed by WWE if Lynch and Bianca had an actual match, be it seven minutes, ten minutes, at least something like that. Yeah. But twenty six seconds. That's a big F you to Bianca. Like, okay, thanks for yeah, what you man. did for the last couple of months, but your services are no longer needed. For now. Like, like it's the equivalent of, of them saying this to her. Thank you, fuck you, bye, boom. <laughs> like, Honestly. It, it's just horrible. And if you're Bianca, what can you really say on Friday on SmackDown? What can you say? Oh, I wasn't ready and this, like. You look like a coward then. Yeah, or you look like you shouldn't have been the champion in the first place. Yeah. Or you're not really the EST. Like, they just squashed her, ruined her, trampled all over her in in a matter of seconds. Twenty, they I, did her so wrong. I blinked twice. Yeah, slap in the face, and then she hit her, her finish. Which looks a lot like a rock bottom. But okay. Yeah, one, two, three, that was it. What the hell? Yeah, that was that was horrible. And if that was their answer to Punk's return, then they missed the mark completely. They that definitely was did. Awful. They definitely did. And you know that was a, a, an answer. That was one of two answers. Yeah. To um, the CM Punk return because the numbers are in. Like I mean, at this point, the numbers weren't in, but you knew that the numbers were going to be high. Like AW. Uh, Rampage uh, on Friday was watched by 1.1 million viewers in total, right? And the demographic, the 18 to 49, 692,000 higher uh, than the debut of Dynamite, okay? SmackDown, wow. which is from 8 to eight to 10, uh, they had 2 million viewers, but in that demo, they had 738,000, right? Uh, now, but, but here's the, the difference maker, right? The opening quarter hour with the return of CM Punk Jermaine was watched by 1.34 million viewers. And per the demo, that's 842,000. So that segment of CM Punk did more than the average viewer in that key demographic on on SmackDown. Those are numbers. Yeah. That is game-changing. And that's that's only going to be higher this Wednesday. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, there you have it, but, I mean, this was just, you can tell it was rushed, it was lazy, it diminished everything from the beginning. Like, the 26 seconds diminished the surprise to me, it diminished uh, Carmella, obviously, she took a big L to Banks, who knows, like, hopefully everything's okay with Sasha Banks, whatever the situation is, right? Yeah. But, there's no explanation for that either. Becky Lynch returns, good for you. But then Bianca Belair, like her championship or first title ring means nothing. Not that it doesn't mean anything, but it just gets diminished. It, it, if remember, it's, it's, it's what Vince McMahon says. No one will remember the match. They'll remember the finish. And the end, the finish of Bianca's first title ring is going to be this. 26 seconds. Gone in 26, 27 seconds. Yeah. You remember Daniel Bryan? I think <sighs> he said in a documentary that when he lost the belt of Sheamus at WrestleMania, that was one of the most embarrassing moments of his career. I believe him. Yeah. I believe him. You know, it's one thing if you're welcoming a celebrity or like a guest, like The Rock. Okay, I get that. 
But when you're holding a title for the company, like the title for your division, you're their champion. You're their champion. You expect to be treated a little bit better, right? Not for it to be diminished in 27 seconds. Like, I'm like, what the hell is going on with this show? Yeah. Anyway, I don't get it. I don't know. I gave this a two out of five. I, the reason why I gave it a bit higher than um, Alexa and Eva is because um, the surprise, the fact that Becky's back in the pop and the reaction. Um, yeah. Aside from that, and I'm being generous with the two out of five, really, because a lot of people loved it, but a lot of people hated. it. I mean, I posted this on our Instagram page at Smartdown Boulevard, and Every comment yeah. is hate. <laughs> Every comment. So we're not alone on this. Can't blame them. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And then the show just gets worse to me. Drew versus Gender without Shanky and the other guy whose name is like, you know, they're, they're like reggae. Veer. They're like, you know, yeah, Veer. Shank- Shanky and Veer, you know, the reggae guys. <laughs> <laughs> they sound like a reggae group, I'm telling you. Um, they're barred from ringside until the end. Honestly, this is where I lost, really, the bet between you, because Drew won. And the reason why I didn't think Drew was going to win, because I thought they were going to elevate Jinder a little bit, because Drew already had so much praise over the last two years. I felt like they were trying to, like, bring back Jinder into that, like, to some legitimacy after being away for so long. So, like, Drew winning does nothing for Jinder in WWE at all. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if him and uh, his other two reggae partners are... uh, (laughs) <laughs> are let go at the end of the year or before you know if they're in the next crop because where does yeah. gender, where does gender go from here after this, this like I, I don't know does he continue the feud yeah. with drew till survivor series that's boring i was bored of this match i gave and it a, you're just dragging drew further down yeah this guy he was he's a former wwe champion two time two times yeah yeah and honestly and you have him playing around with gender <laughs> <laughs> playing playing around his right. And this whole Angela thing with his sword, look, unless he slashes unless he slashes Jinder or Veer and Shanky with the sword, I'm all for it. But he's not. So he don't scare shank with Shanky. Yeah, he, he just shanked Shanky with the shank. <laughs> I'm there for that. Believe me. But I know he's not going to use it on them. So stop yeah, being scared. So stop bringing it. That's a heel move. He's it's a face. A prop. Yes. Leave it. Leave it at the entrance. And it's a dull sword. We can see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just it's just ridiculous, man. I, I give it a 1.75 out of 5. That was the sixth match of the night. Um, I, I'm going to take it. You didn't watch that. No. Not better things to, to do. So. I understand. I understand. Yeah. Next up. I did not want to see that. <laughs> but I know you watched this one because your favorite, Charlotte, was taken on Rhea Ripley. And Nikki Ash for the yeah. Raw Women's Championship with Nikki Ash being the champion coming into SummerSlam. Listen, this had the makings of being a decent match because of the talent in the ring. This was sloppy. There's a sloppy spot. Time. Time, timing was off. I mean, the match should have been a one versus one. I mean, for some reason, like when they face each other one versus one, no matter what the combination is, it kind of works. We saw that in Raw. Yeah. But this triple threat, like it's just it's just sloppy. It just didn't work. No. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, people were tripping in the ring. 
It was bad. They were looking like Jericho when, they, when he faced Juventud Guerrero, just waiting for spots to happen. They were looking like Jericho every week. <laughs> yeah. It, it just looked sloppy, unprofessional, and it really took me out of the match. And I was just like, what's going on? And, of course, you know who came to save the match? Honestly, Charlotte. Like, she's just impressive. She's impressive. I understand why you Told love her you. so much. I mean, she is impressive. Um, good high spots from all actually from all of them all around. Like Charlotte was the best one, of course. But the problem with the high spots, Jermaine, and I'm gonna get to that before. Um, there's one thing that kind of got me. Like these these tall performers, like Rhea Ripley landed on her feet when she got uh, taken over the top rope. It looked yeah. so dangerous. Again, they're gonna blow something. I don't know what the I don't know what the the idea is there, but they surely take care of themselves. It's just they're gonna get hurt. Um, good high spots from all three, but the problem was they did a high spot. No one sold it. Like, as soon as the high spot happened, they're up in, like, 10 seconds. Like, they're up faster than um, the match that Becky and Bianca had. Oh, like, what? That makes no sense. Like, if you watch Lucha Libre, Jermaine, when a high spot happens, it takes them sometimes five minutes to recover. <laughs> like, yeah they didn't sell this. Like, it's like they were rushing to get to the next point. Like they had to just slow down and they didn't. And that's why it was sloppy to me. Just sloppy. Um, yeah, that figure eight, man. And, and Charlotte looked great, man. I mean, she really did. And that Thanos rope, they better make that into a wrestling figure. They have to at this point. I think it's going to be one of those SummerSlam throwback figures in about a year that we're going to be wanting because, uh, that was a great robe and a great uh, get-up that she had, too, as well. She's your new Raw Women's Champion, so I believe that's 12 time now, Jermaine? 12 time? Yep, 12 times. Yeah, I know you're keeping count. <laughs> you know it. You know she's going to reach 16 in, like, two, three years. Probably. But, but that being said. Yes, please, be honest, because this is what the show's about. I don't know why they're playing hot potato with the belt. <laughs> why do you keep... Why does Charlotte need to be a multiple-time champion so soon? Like, I... Mm. Like, it's no secret I love Charlotte. She's great. I think she's the greatest of all time. But she doesn't need the belt taken off and put back on her all those times. It just gets people frustrated. Like, I thought... Nikki Ash would win. We both had her down to win, right? We did. We definitely did. Yeah. Feel good moment, so on and so forth. But no, I I had no idea that that Charlotte would win again. <laughs> like this is that was horrible, man. That's all I gotta say. Um, but she. She deserves it, man. Because Nikki Ash, she's still quite not there for me. Mm -hmm. Like she can sell merchandise, but that's it. Well, remember, Jermaine, she's almost a superhero. Yeah, almost, yeah. almost, yeah, almost. Just not quite there. She's she's the margarine of evil, the Diet Coke of evil. You know, <laughs> she's not there yet. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. To me, in a perfect world, this would have opened the pay-per-view. It would have been a great if they put on a great show. Um, it would have got the crowd going, whether you love Charlotte or not. Um, I gave it a 2.75 out of 5. I, I, I don't know. I just... I don't know. 
I, at this point, I'm saying they're like, Jermaine, I don't know what to do, man. Should I just turn it off? <laughs> like, I don't know. And then, and then we saw something, Jermaine. And and I and I, I feel bad that you didn't watch this live, because I know you would have been all over messaging me like, oh my god, oh my god. I know you just yeah. watched it before we we press play here or press record here on the show. And that's Edge versus Seth Rollins. Wow, this was the match of the night. And the saving grace for the whole night, to be honest with you, this was a professional wrestling match. It was a clinic. These guys are pros. They look cool. The entrances were great on both ends. The brood, the brood entrance, man, that music is just so classic, right? I mean, so it, underrated, so underrated yeah. as well, but I'm glad it's getting its praise now and it's, it's out there in the forefront. Um, it was really good. It was a nice back and forth. Uh, it's like get your stuff in. I get my stuff in. Let's let's, let's do something here. Let's let's see who's the best one. And then um, yeah, I'm surprised that Edge won via submission though. Um, that was an interesting move. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, rear naked why. choke, right? Yeah, I didn't. I'm trying to think why they would go that route. Um, I, am I? I guess they're trying to sell the oh Edge is in a dark place. Seth Rollins took Edge into a dark place. I guess they're trying to really push that. That That's he has what to I was choke thinking. the life out of his opponent? Okay, maybe. Yeah. I was going more towards a line of, we have a main event where Roman Reigns will probably be using the spear multiple times. So mm-hmm. they don't want to overuse the spear. You have Bobby Lashley and Goldberg Or he's going to beat Cena with the spear. Right, and yeah. then you have Bobby Lashley and Goldberg who also use the spear as well. So maybe just yeah. too much spear for one night. Yeah, it was a spear party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, clearly. But this is a good match. I know you just watched it recently before you hit record. I want, I want to get your thoughts on it. I thought Edge looked fantastic. Yeah. Honestly, it looks like he never missed a beat. He knows how to put on a wrestling match. He knows how to tell a story in the ring with his emotions and everything that he does. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy... It looks like he can wrestle for another five years. He's so underrated. Yeah. And Seth Rollins and him have chemistry. Seth Rollins is always good. I just don't like his his character. But Seth Rollins knows how to put on a match. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. that, That definitely was the match of the night. And if I had to rate it, I'd say four out of five. Wow. High praise, man. Yeah. I give it 3.75 out of five. Um, Just give them a four. <laughs> this was the best thing out of the whole night, honestly. Um, it was. It was really good. That was the match of the night. And that's the match that we'll be watching on Friday on the Boulevard to um, to just wrap up our watch-along series for August, which we were watching SummerSlam matches, classic SummerSlam matches. And I think this one will definitely be added to um, that Rolodex of classic SummerSlam matches, Jermaine. So we're going to be watching that one on Friday. Plug, plug, plug. Be here. Don't miss it. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, 375, a light, th- you know, a strong, a light 3.75 and a strong 4. Yeah, I under- I agree. I agree with you. I, I don't... Um, I don't disagree with you. It was the best thing of the night. At this point, we got the attendance record, which was 51,326 people that were robbed of their money. 
moving on. <laughs> Uh, unless you think that that match with Edge Rollins was your ticket, so okay, fine, it's your money. Lashley versus Goldberg. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I didn't want this to begin with. I didn't want Goldberg to begin with. I didn't want his son to begin with. I didn't want anything to do with Goldberg. Just that's it, bro. But the man loves money. He's in it for the money. Obviously, it's not about his son. It's about the money. He should have named his kid Cash or something like that. It would have made more sense. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> uh, but but like you said, Goldberg looks great. He does. He, I mean, the he guy, does. The guy's in great shape. Can't deny it. Um, already, it was a win for me in the sense that the match went longer than 26 seconds. Because um, <laughs> we're also used to Goldberg matches going, what, like no more than three minutes, four minutes? Yeah. So I think this clocked in at eight minutes, which is impressive to me for Goldberg. Amazing. But with that being said, Jermaine, Goldberg is the most overrated and unsafe performer I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, my God. He almost killed Bobby Lashley. He almost killed him. And I don't think you caught it. I don't think so. I thought when he uh, when he speared him on the outside, I thought Bobby's head almost hit the ring post, the corner of the ring post. But mm. you, you caught something else. Yeah, so Lashley was... Uh, so you know when Ric Flair does that top rope spot that he never hits? Yeah. So Lashley was going to do a top rope like that, but then Goldberg got him, and he threw him, but he didn't fully rotate him. So Lashley kind of had to rotate himself in the midair, and if he didn't uh, do that, he would have landed on his neck. Yeah, and uh, he landed on his shoulder. Yes! He had to roll. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, your w- that. that's your WWE champion. Like, come on, he's... Uh, he's gonna go over, so you know you can't. You have to protect him, right? Um, yeah. But Lashley hit Goldberg with a receipt, man. He nailed him. I think it was like a clothesline or something. That's so stiff. Like you know, Lashley got pissed. He had to. I mean, <laughs> it's like you almost like broke my neck, bro. I'm gonna come after you as well. Like I'm not gonna sit here and take that. So good on Lashley. Um, this injury angle, I'm like, okay, so did Goldberg not want to do the favors for Lashley? What's the the only thing I can think of is like Goldberg wants to go at it again with Lashley. And th- that pisses me off because I thought we were done here. Yeah. But then Lashley full Nelson's uh, gauge, and you know Goldberg's going to be back for revenge, and this just prolongs the storyline. I don't want to see this at Survivor Series or Extreme I'm Rules. I'm going to kill you. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're still next. Like, I, I'm done with Goldberg. I am so done. Here's a prediction. You ready? I'm ready for it. Survivor Series. Bobby versus La Goldberg Part 2. Mm-hmm. Bobby's going to beat Goldberg again, but just barely. And then that's when our friend... The gyrating machine. Oh no! Biggie Langston comes in and cashes in. That's what I'm thinking. I've never hoped for you to be wrong ever in my life until now. <laughs> that would Yo, be. It's probably going to be a no DQ. Uh, Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley, and then Goldberg's going to give it to Bobby. So he's going to kill Bobby, right? Yeah. Yeah. That leaves room for some shenanigans. I hope you're wrong, but I wouldn't be surprised. And, and if WWE thinks that's a way of elevating themselves, AEW is going to be on the top for a very long time. And that, and honestly, 
aside from CM Punk, AEW still has a lot of things to work on. And if they can get on top just on CM Punk and the up- upcoming uh, debuts of these other guys, WWE has lost the pulse, man. They don't have their finger on the pulse. They don't. They really don't. And that will solidify it for me. It really would. It, like we say, yeah. Jermaine, wrestling's just not what it used to be, and specifically in the WWE. That's that's the truth. Um, I give this match a 2 out of 5. I don't know. I'm being generous, I guess. I just... Two, because it went longer than expected, and because Bobby yeah. Lashley looks like a champion, and he deserves it. Yeah, Bobby Lashley looked like a dominant champion. Yes, yes, he was booked yeah. properly. Like, he's a powerhouse, man. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I would have to say, yeah, two out of five. Oh, yeah, for sure. They made Goldberg look super weak, even yeah. though he's an old guy, but... It's about time, bro. It's whatever. Like, yeah, time he got to move on. Get your money and go. Now... After almost four hours, you're right. finally, we're at the main event. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted at this point. I'm like, okay, it's the main event. Reigns and Cena, the two top stars of the last, what, 10 years, 15 years in wrestling, really? If, these are pretty much the faces of the company, really, if you want to look at it, right? So yeah. I thought, okay, maybe something good is going to happen here. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand this one to you because I... I'm like, yo, I'm not liking this match. And usually when Cena and, and Reigns are in a match, it usually delivers, right? Um, yeah. But there was something missing here, and I didn't put my finger on it until you told me what it was. And I think you can describe it better than I can since you were the one that pointed it out. And I agree with you. So I think – so beginning of the match, it had the big match, the big fight feel, right? Yes. And it it started off slow, which – big matches usually they do start off slow but then the whole almost the whole entire match had a slow pace john cena had no offense the only offense would be roll-ups and then roman reigns was just giving it to him just beating him up like he was an old veteran it was like when roman reigns faced the undertaker at wrestlemania yeah and undertaker was just barely hanging on by a thread trying to beat up Roman Reigns, but he just couldn't hang with him because the Undertaker was he was out of shape. Yeah. But even though Undertaker was out of shape when he faced Roman at Mania, he put in way more offense than John Cena did at SummerSlam. Yes, that's exactly this is just this was just so embarrassing. Mm -hmm. And it's obvious because he probably has another Hollywood commitment to fulfill or a tv show that he has to do right he took it pretty safe man yeah it was just roll up after roll up after roll up yeah, yeah like like it was a joke or yeah. an inside joke or something i'm Sleazy. like Yo, come on yeah this is horrible yeah i know i know and i'm just it's still unlike cena because cena usually throws everything he gets all his stuff in uh, especially that over, like, you know, when he does that top rope leg drop and stuff, he didn't, yeah. he teased it, but it didn't happen. And, uh, no. it was just roll up after roll, like trying to desperately get a win from Roman Reigns. Like when, yeah. when does yeah. that ever seen his character? Like, it's never give up, do whatever it takes. Uh, roll up after roll up since when? Yeah. Do you remember when he rolled him up on SmackDown? Yeah. On the go home? I'm like, yo. Bro, that's all he did. Yeah. He wasn't kidding. He's like, all we need is a one, two, three. That's all he did. Yeah, it's just so. I honestly, 
I don't care if Cena comes back or not after the performance he put on on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That was just embarrassing. Well, you know, according to reports and even Cena himself, he said, well, I'll see you next time, guys. Like, this is it for me. He has one more house show in Madison Square Garden in September, which will probably be yeah. in the dark the dark match of the night. That's where they've been booking him just to get people yeah. in, in, in attendance, of course. And that's it. And then when are we going to see him again? I don't know. I don't Who know. Cares? And I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I really am. Yeah. Because if Cena would have won from this, I would have been really pissed off because he didn't deserve it. It wasn't the Cena no. that, you know, I'm like, oh, we're going to see a Super Cena. And yes, we did see some Super Cena. We saw Super AA. Yeah, near the end. But yeah. it was just like, come on. You got dominated for 75% of the match. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. And there was a lot of false finishes there, which I'm like, oh, man, they're going to give it to Cena here. But um, I yeah. liked how Roman Reigns' streak continues he's going on a year as a champion which is crazy now it's great uh, and it's great i mean this is how you build uh talent and this is how you build legitimacy through a title as well but then here's the thing mm-hmm. that means cena has never beaten roman reigns one-on-one yeah cena might be back for but sure. then yeah. we might see the same old stupid mm. performance that we saw roll up roll up roll up five moves of doom and then that's it i hope not because that was just pathetic it was so uncena like and i'm like yeah. oh, why am i why am i not enjoying the scene i'm at usually say what you want about cena five moves of doom yeah okay i get it but the man delivers the man delivers he reads the crowd and he just gives them pop after pop um he elevates his opponent as well um, which, yeah. he, which he kind of did here, of course, for Roman Reigns, which was the point of it, I guess. But at the same time, like you got to save face. You're the face of the the last f- legit face of the company. Yeah, the the last megastar. Yeah, and this is what you come out with. I mean, that's what you leave us with. Yeah, it's 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 just sour, bro. It's sour. Yeah. Um. With that being said, I mean, yeah, the ending it picked up a lot, and I mean the the false finishes were great. Um, and it, it was weird to hear Cena get cheered too. He usually gets booed all the time, yeah. but he was being cheered like like a hot white baby face, like you say. So that yeah. was that was fun to hear. A change of uh, of sounds there. But Roman retains, man, and he won clean. No shenanigans from the Usos or Paul Heyman. He just won yeah. clean, and that's good for him. Perfect there. Um, and then just when you thought it was wrong, uh, wrong. Just when you thought it was over, this whole pay per view was wrong. <laughs> but just when you thought that it was over, Brock Lesnar, the Vanilla Gorilla, the Beast, the Beast Incarnate, the man who broke the Undertaker streak, eat, sleep, break the streak, repeat. The Mayor of Suplex City returns, looking like a Mortal Kombat character that I forget his name. Goro. Yeah, <laughs> he looks. Like yeah, that was some wild. Holy crap! Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> he returns looking like a farmer. Goro turns into a farmer. Um, the man's a beast. Holy crap! But um, he comes back, and I like this because the storyline is going to be great. Because now Heyman is on the other side. Yeah. Who does Heyman go with? Does he stay with good old Roman Reigns or does he go back to what he knows best, Brock Lesnar? Who will get custody <laughs> of Paul Heyman? I'm down for that match. I'd book it. That's an yeah. AEW booking, actually, but I'll take it. <laughs> put the con, put uh, Paul Heyman's yeah. 
put put him up on a on a pole somewhere. Oh, put him in the shark tank. In the cage, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm so down for that too. But it's gonna be interesting. The storyline there I think is gonna be really good. I just hope Brock Lesnar can get through the promos. Honestly. Yeah, that's what I'm nervous about too. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean it's exciting. That's exciting. That's the only thing that's exciting to me. The prospect of it. And and that's it. But you tell me I had to sit through three and a half, four hours to get to that? And again, yeah. Brock Lesnar was another call to um, WWE's yeah. retaliation towards uh, AEW's um, you know, debut of CM Punk, obviously. Because you know, Lesnar didn't look like he was ready for it. It's like Vince McMahon called him that same day and told him, can you get to Las Vegas? I'll send the jet for you. Yeah. That's, it's just, I don't know, man. All right, $10 million. Yeah. $10 million. <laughs> Say no more, Vince. I'm on my way. Stephanie, cut the check. Cut the check. <laughs> it's like no. Anyway, I gave that match a three out of five because the ending really picked up. It was a right ending. Roman Reigns came out on top, and because I'm excited for the prospect of what's to come with Roman and Brock and Paul Heyman. I think it's just the perfect. Uh, and, and I sense some broken necks for the Usos because you know Lesnar's yes. gonna suplex the hell and the alcohol out of Jim. I mean, out of the Usos. <laughs> the alcohol. <laughs> going to strain him like a sponge. It's going to be beautiful. Well, we know that Cena got some... Uh, he got a trip to Suplex City after yeah, to, the cameras went off the air. To send the fans home happy. Oh, yep. The guy that was getting cheered during the match gets Suplex at the end to send the fans home happy. They got it all twisted in the WWE. Just all twisted, man. It's more business than entertainment at this point. You know, it's WWB. World Wrestling Business. That's what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yep. Anyway, Jermaine, that's the end of the pay-per-view. My last thoughts, I miss Cesaro. I do. I wish Cesaro was in here. Um, <sighs> I, I really do. He, he's he's my guy. I, I, I hope he comes back soon. Um, like I said. He's finished, man. No, don't. Stop now. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> this week. Stop it. But, yo, and, and again, <laughs> rumor has it that more releases are coming. So tomorrow we might wake up to some releases as well. You never know. The post-SummerSlam release. Uh, Like I said, Becky Lynch and Brock Lesnar was used as a uh, tool in a response to Punk and AEW. But AEW did it better. That's They just... AEW eclipsed WWE this whole weekend. And... um, For sure. SummerSlam was boring to me, man. There was no thoughts. It was rushed. No creativity. WWE does not have their hands on the fing- on the pulse, their finger on the pulse, and I'm disappointed. And honestly, Raw's about to start in 10 minutes. The show's about to go up live in 15 minutes, and I implore 15 you. 15 minutes, and I implore you to watch our show instead and listen to our show instead. So that's that, Jermaine. I don't know what thoughts you have, but go ahead, sir. Go ahead. I'm looking forward to watching Raw to see if they get hijacked with CM Punk chants all night. I know what's gonna happen. Ooh, let's turn on the clock. Yeah, let's turn on at eight o'clock and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested in that too. But SummerSlam, what would you give it overall? I gave it a two point seventy five out of five, and I'm being generous. Two point two point five. There we go. Overall, two point five. I agree. Match of the night was Edge versus Rollins. We'll be viewing that on Friday on the Boulevard with a brand new show as well. And um, some AEW talk, probably. Let's see what happens with Punk on Wednesday. I think we're going to be talking a lot about yeah. AEW and Punk on the on the boulevard, my friend. 
So, yeah, this was uh, show one for this week, or two-for-one week, those special shows. Unfortunately, most of the time, it seems like these uh, two-for-one specials aren't uh, that lively because of the situations on the weekend. But uh, one bright hope here is uh, CM Punk and AEW and what's to come. So that's it for us for tonight. We will see you guys on Friday. Thank you for listening, Jermaine. Um, when you take that bump when I uh, suplex you, what are you going to do? I'm going to tell you <laughs> to tuck your chin in. Take care, bro. Take care. And remember, Smarks, you can listen to past episodes of The Boulevard on all the major audio streaming platforms, including Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. We come at you every Friday of the year with a new episode, and occasionally we hit you with those two-for-one-week specials on Mondays and Fridays. Keep it here to find out when those special weeks happen. For more content to connect with us and for all things wrestling-related, find us on Instagram at SmartdownBoulevard. That's at SmartdownBLVD to keep the conversation going. This is Smart Down Boulevard!